we have a choice to make. You can be part of the problem or you can be part of the solution. Those are not my words, they are the words of my guests, but very soon you will find out who he is. But first, let me thank you for joining me on this episode of the Climate Talk podcast. The Climate Talk podcast is a platform where we focus on everything climate. We have talks and conversations about the changing climate, primarily to inspire you, the listener, to take some urgent and practical actions to address climate change in your community. And pretty much this conversation is usually with environmentalists, policymakers, professionals, thought leaders, politicians, and different stakeholders. And together we have these fact-based conversations to ensure that you can be guided as to taking practical climate actions. Again, I want to thank you indeed for joining on this episode. My name is Shei Fumi Adebote, and it's my pleasure to be your green guide on this ride. The Climate Talk podcast is made possible by the International Climate Change Development Initiative, popularly known as Climate Wednesday, and Media for Community Change Initiative. And together I work with Olumideido and Jimo Uluwatobishegmo to bring you exciting episodes where you can learn a thing or two, maybe ten. <laughs> On the last episode of the Climate Talk podcast, I had a conversation with Atai Babs, who is the head of the Civil Society Development Network. Among other things, our, our conversation focused on why young people should be involved in climate negotiations. This week, I move away from Western Africa to Europe, where I have this conversation with Niklas Vinensen. have a choice to make you can be part of the problem or you can be part of the solution I'm very happy to say that by by um, this year by the climate summit in September we will be a fully climate neutral organization I think there's an enormous amount of things that private sector can do we can not burn more fossil fuels because if we do that we are not going to be able to reach the goal Niklas is the manager of the Global Climate Action under the Climate Change Wing of the United Nations, that is, the UNFCCC. Two things stands out for me in this conversation with Niklas. The involvement of private sectors in driving climate action. And secondly, the commitment of the United Nations to cut down the travels and make very strong contributions to addressing climate change and making the world a better place. So. Welcome again. My name is Shei Fumi Adebote. I am your green guide on this ride. On a magic carpet ride a whole new Just before we jump into the conversation, and I believe you will be learning a lot from this episode, I would like to make something clear. One contribution you can make towards addressing climate change is to fill up the education and awareness gap. And how can you do that? By sharing the word, by letting more people know what climate change is, how it affects them, how it affects their community, and how it affects the lives of the unborn generation. And so you will be doing so much good by subscribing first so that you get every new episode of the Climate Talk podcast and also by sharing with your friends, family, folks, colleagues uh, so that they can also learn and spread the word. Because I strongly believe that no step is too small to take when it comes to uh, climate change and addressing climate change. 
it must be collective it must be consistent and everyone must understand that they play a very important role in addressing climate change so welcome again and um, if you're ready I'm ready Okay, so my name is Niklas Svenningsen. I am a manager for Global Climate Action at the Climate Change Secretariat, UNFCCC. Great. So tell us about uh, Global Climate Action. Okay, so Global Climate Action, um, it's a very wide term. Uh, for us in the Climate Change Secretariat, it means uh, moving from the Paris Agreement into implementing the Paris Agreement into really getting action on the ground. Uh, it's focused on both governments, but more on, on um, civil society, private sector, local communities and, and individuals. It's really about all of us having a stake in climate change and we have a choice to make. You can be part of the problem or you can be part of the solution. So we want everybody to be part of the solution. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so let me be very direct. Can you give me an example of a practical action that you've seen people take and has contributed so much to the solutions when it comes to climate change. Can you uh, point to a practical example? At the individual level, you mean? Yes. Okay, there's a lot of things that you can do at the individual level and it looks different for different uh, countries and people in different situations. I mean, I, I live in Bonn, uh, which is a... That's know, in Germany? Yeah, Bonn in Germany is a medium-sized city, uh, good infrastructure, uh, but very Western European. So everybody has a car, for example, and uh, everybody has a house, and every everybody are using you know whatever um, whatever they get from from news and media about you know how they should dress and how they should live and what their lifestyle should be and where they should travel and so on. Uh, something that we are seeing a lot happening now with sort of the more climate conscious people in in Bonn is. First of all, they are leaving the car at home. If they don't have to drive, they can go by public transport, they can walk, they can go by bike. And, and Bonn is a fantastic city for, for actually not to driving, but, but to going by foot cycling. or bike. Yeah, okay. cycling. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's also about you know how you travel. Everybody likes to travel. Everybody wants to go on holiday and so visit on. This is the world. This is the world. I mean, we are here in Abu Dhabi now. We have all been flying here. But the fact is that at least in Europe, and many other countries also, if you're not going that far, you don't need to fly. You can take the train. Um, you can um, you can stay underground in a sense. Flying has a very high climate footprint, and you can opt out of flying. You can choose your, you know, especially for vacation, you can choose where you want to go. Uh, it's not like a meeting where you have to go. And in that case, you know, choose destinations that you can go, you know, without too much trouble. In, in addition to that, the advantage is that it's a little bit cheaper, it's a little bit easier, uh, and it's often more interesting because if you go to a place that is not on the other side of Earth, but in your neighborhood Region? or in your own country, yeah. you learn much more about the country you're living in. And that's interesting, it really is. So, you know, simple things like this. Um, some people are changing the diets, going meat-free or becoming flexitarian, as yes. they call it. Um, it's also a matter of um, the, the clothes you're using. You know, many people, and I have teenager kids myself, <laughs> can see this <laughs> out there. It's a new fashion trend every week. And if you're really going to follow that, you know, uh, you're going to buy a lot of clothes and you're going to wear them one twice and then you throw them away. But what is happening now that the cool thing is to not do that. The cool thing is actually to have the same 
ketosis and to maintain them and to maybe change them a little bit and you know pimp them up in a way <laughs> but you know you don't buy new clothes every yeah, week you know, every month yeah. oh, great, great. so there are many things you can do you know in in your daily life so this is yeah. clear enough i've had um well over 10 interviews mm -hmm. and i get people tell me practical actions but mm -hmm. i have not seen someone related as clearly as you've done on the individual level but let's talk about private sector okay so private sector as an entity which yeah. is apparently a very important entity yes. when it comes to cli climate conversation yeah. can you just let us know about how pri private sectors can play very mm. active roles i think there's an enormous amount of things that private sector can do um the private sector because you know private sector is a service provider and product provider to all of us on, 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 on well on this planet and um you know, if you go to a shop and you buy something, if it's it's a pair of jeans or if food or if it's a uh, telephone or whatever it is, you only have a limited selection of what you can do. But the private sector can make sure that that product is climate neutral. It's actually possible. And um, I would say there are a couple of things. First of all, I think all companies in the world should go climate neutral now. There's no excuse for not doing it. You know, you can you can measure what you're doing, you can reduce what you're doing. If you still have a climate footprint, which many private companies will have, you can compensate that by investing in emission reduction projects in other countries, especially in countries that are maybe a little bit poorer and don't have the means really to pursue more expensive emission reductions. That is the first thing. The other thing they can do is to work with their suppliers, to go into the supply chains and to put up standards, climate standards. They say, we are going to buy from you if you are meeting these standards. And we're seeing a couple of, of companies doing that now. There's actually an increasing number of companies are doing this, that they're giving preferential treatment to suppliers who are more climate friendly than, than the average, in a sense. Um, and, and because industry is and, and private sector is so wide, it's everything from cement to aircraft to phone to food to, you know, everything really. You know, it's it's you could just pick any sector and you could go in there and look very specific for doing. I can tell you what we are doing in UN. Okay. Uh, in, uh, in United Nations, uh, actually, almost ten years ago, uh, we decided that we have to walk the talk. You know, we we have a big climate footprint in United Nations because our job involves a lot of travel, Traveling, especially, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so we w took this decision that we have to walk the talk. I'm very happy to say that by by um, this year, by the Climate Summit in September, we will be a fully climate neutral organization. Wow. But to do that, what we have had to do is to look on our buildings, you know, what is the lighting, what is the heating, what is the cooling, uh, what are we doing with waste, and what food are we serving, all that we have to look at. We have to look at our procurement, the same thing, who is supplying food uh, materials to us, how are we doing that. Um, travel, uh, we try to reduce that, we try to use online meetings as much as possible, okay. uh, but when we have to travel, which is still is very much, uh, we, we are compensating that by investing in emission reduction products elsewhere. Um, we are looking on IT infrastructure, we are looking on staff education, uh, and a whole range of things that we are looking at just to try to reduce our climate footprints. So, so yeah. one, 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 thing that, one, one thing that is clear, one yeah. thing that everybody knows is that the agenda that has been set by the United Nations mm -hmm. is ambitious. Yeah. So you're saying by 2020 we should stop building coal plants. So mm. European countries still depend so much on, on mm. energy from coal. Mm. What do you make of this? I make of this that it's, I mean, technically it's possible. It's, it's almost a philosophical uh, issue if you want to, um, 
if you want to invest in a future that is going to make this planet even more sick and you invest in technologies that may be more expensive now but are definitely going to be much cheaper in the long run so um, you know for 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 renewable energy for example uh, it's still a higher upfront cost in many cases but the running cost operational cost over many years is much lower than for coal plants mm. uh, the problem is that if you're investing in a coal plant now it's going to be there for 20 30 years because that is a lifetime of a, a power plant and we know that in you know very very quickly from now we cannot burn more fossil fuels because if we do that we are not going to be able to reach the goals. And it's not only the United Nations that put that, it's all the governments of the world who have signed the Paris Agreement who have set that ambition. We have to stay below two degrees. We should try to stay below 1.5 degrees. And phasing out coal is part of what is required there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Uh -huh. Nicholas. Now, my final question is this. Across the world, some leaders are still being political about their actions when it comes to climate change. Mm -hmm. How can we get such people to understand that climate change is real and there is mm -hmm. need to act right now? Okay, I think there are a couple of, of uh, responses to that. First of all, you know, vote for the right leaders. <laughs> <laughs> that is important. Uh, but I also think, I mean, first of all, vote. Secondly, okay. vote for the right leaders. Number three, I think there's a need to keep education and awareness at a high level continuously because if people really understand what is good for the planet what is good for for you and me as individuals um, they will vote for for the right political leaders and it will be possible for right political leaders to go out there and talk about perspectives of 10 20 30 years which climate change requires instead of talking about perspectives of up to the next election so uh, that is one of the things we're doing in UNFCCC is that we have a big program called Action for Climate Empowerment that is supporting education, training, public participation and transparency. And, and we see this as a very, very important part because, you know, there's an old saying, you can't teach old dogs to sit. Mm. And maybe that is right. I would like still to try. <laughs> but I think, you know, um, if we can get this right from the start, it's going to be so much better. And I think we will. Absolutely, I'm mm. very hopeful. Open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder over sideways and under. Brief yet very insightful, and that's how I end this episode of the Climate Talk podcast with Niklas Zvenensen. Wow, Niklas, I cannot thank you enough, and I'm looking forward to having you again as a guest on the Climate Talk podcast. And to you, the listener, what is your take home from this episode of the climate talk podcast Niklas talked about cutting down on travels he also talked about changing your lifestyle when it comes to fashion and um, diets so what actions what steps are you willing to take to make sure you make your own contribution to climate change for me personally i'm looking forward to seeing the un cut down on their travels cut down on their climate on their carbon emissions and become a climate neutral organization i am really looking forward to seeing how that turns out and yes once it unfolds be sure that i will be sharing with you on subsequent episodes of the climate talk podcast thank you so much feel free to connect with me is there something we can do better do you want to be on the podcast do you want to 
feature your organization or your company on the podcast, I'm very happy to discuss that with you. My email is sheyi at climatetalkpodcast.com. Sheyi is spelled S-E-Y-I, okay? So that is S-E-Y-I at climatetalkpodcast.com. And then we could take the conversation further. Please remember to share this with your friends, your colleagues, people within your network and inspire them to take climate action. No matter how small it is, it is a very important step that adds up to the global conversations and actions towards making the world a better place. Please subscribe. Tell your friends and family to do the same. Let me share this and so once again, I really want to thank you indeed. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Olumideidu. Thank you, Jimo Oluato Vishagwa, and you who has been listening to this episode of the Climate Talk Podcast. Thank you for allowing me to be your green guide on this ride. I have to go and make a return sometime soon on another episode of the Climate Talk Podcast. Sheifumi Adebote. That's my name.